This week on a special edition of Red Dirt America, we look back at 50 years of a sleep at the wheel with Ray Benson. They've got a brand new album coming out called Half a Hundred Years, and they're getting set to embark on their 50th anniversary tour. But there's one moment that Ray will not repeat. See, now that's a great story to uh, to have as we celebrate 50 years of, of a sleep <laughs> at the wheel, right? Because nobody else is going to have that story. No, 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 no. And I am not dressing in drag again. Pledge allegiance to real country music. How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing good. How you doing, Ray? Very good. We're going to play ACL Fest tomorrow. Jump on a plane, go to San Francisco, play, start the tour. (laughs) (laughs) And the album comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The album comes out tomorrow. And I I had a grandbaby this morning, my son. (laughs) Well, congratulations. That's awesome (laughs) news. Yeah, right. Is that Sam? No, his brother Aaron, who does all our, uh, all the video work for us. He's a, he's a, he was in LA for 10 years as a trailer editor. Wow, that's that's awesome news. Congratulations. Thank you, man. First one. So here we go. <laughs> well, let's 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 talk a little bit about this album. Okay. Um, Love to. It's uh, coming out tomorrow. 19 tracks on here. You've got guest stars like George Strait, Lyle Lovett, uh, Leanne Womack. Uh, Emmy Lou is on there as well, I believe. Emmy Lou from a, a cut from 1981 or two. It's the lost cut, we call it. And it's Willie Nelson, Emily Harris, and me doing a song I wrote called The Road Will Hold Me Tonight. It's quite a tour de force. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, did you ever think that uh, 50 years ago you, you'd be here, you know, uh, getting set to launch an album on your 50th anniversary with a grandbaby <laughs> that just happened the, the <laughs> night before? Uh, Chuck, I was 19. I was hoping to make it through the month. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a storied career. I mean, you guys have won 10 Grammys. Um, you've, you've been cited by the country music association as back in 1976 as touring band of the year, given the 2009 lifetime achievement award by the American association, 31 albums. More than twenty yeah. charting singles. That's, I mean, that's- no, it's yeah. I appreciate it. No, it's it's yeah. I never thought that much could have happened. You know, I, I was hoping to uh, uh, make a few hit records and buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, this all started what nineteen seventy when you got together with uh, with Lucky Oceans and uh, Leroy and Preston. Leroy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what radius, man. You know, we went out in the middle of West, by God, Virginia, uh, and stayed in a log cabin that was built in 1790 or something, and uh, lived the life uh, in the middle of nowhere and learned how to play and then kept attracting folks to the band. And then things just happened. We, Our first gig, somebody says, hey, these two buses pull up to our little farm and say, hey, Come on down to Washington, D.C. and play with Hot Tuna and Alice Cooper. Oh, okay. <laughs> 1970. And then Commander Cody, I met him when I was in college, and they said, come on out to California. We'll put you on shows. We go out there, start playing around. And then phone call is from Van Morrison says, hey, I want to uh, put you on some shows and mentions us in Rolling Stones. We get a record deal. And where'd we head? 
Austin, Texas, Dallas, Texas. Good God, we played Mother Blues in Dallas and the Armadillo wow. and, and uh, headed to Texas in 1972. And, and that's when we figured out this is, this, is, this is heaven. We're staying here. Yeah, fell in love with Austin, got your own studio in Austin. And man, I mean, you've, you've produced bands, you've, you've made music. I mean, what haven't you done? I mean, you sang with Willie Nelson, by God. <laughs> hey, I got to sign Willie's guitar. I mean, I should just retire, but no, it's, uh, yeah, you know, everything from the, you know, the TV show I've done here for years, I, I don't do it anymore, the Texas uh, music show. Um, you know, I produced three of Aaron Watson's first records. I've done Susie Boggess. Uh, I got a brand new one with Brennan Lee. Uh, who uh, we hope you'll play. It's a fabulous record. She came down from Nashville, and, and um, she's going to be on our show in t in Austin on October fifteenth, and as well as the the this whole tour is with the original band and and, and alumni, the ones we could get because like Lucky started the band lives in Australia and he can't come here. <laughs> right, they're locked down still in Australia. Yeah, and. Um, but other than that, we've got all, you know, Leroy, who wrote a lot of the songs, and Chris, of course, had, was our female vocalist for years. But we also have uh, 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 the original uh, uh, band, Danny Levin, who I started the band with on piano and, 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 and uh, fiddle. He's, he's back. And Floyd Domino, the original piano player. And uh, Tony Garnier, he'd been, he's, he's still with Bob Dylan for the last 30 years. And wow. Bob, Bob was off, so he's going to play with us. And Really? Yeah, uh, uh, Tony, Tony, yeah, Tony came down and cut the records and whatnot. So, and then we'll have a special guest I can't talk about, but he's a, a, a legend of Texas music, and I think everybody will enjoy it. <laughs> well, it's, it's going to be a, a lot of fun, and and you guys deserve to be celebrated. I mean, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time now, a, a number yes, of we years. Have. Uh, I've been to your studio. You used to do, for a station I used to work at, you used to do The Voice. for the <laughs> You were the voice of the station. And I remember I found out at that time, because I, I knew you had been doing voiceover, but I found out that uh, you did um, off mosquito repellent at one point, right? <laughs> no, no, it was no. the ant, ant, ant. Uh, yes. ant uh, fire ant uh, bait. <laughs> that was it, the fire ant bait stuff. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was some kind of insect. Oh, God, dang, I'll tell you. I just, uh, I, in fact, I'm sitting here, I, I did a pro bono um, uh, voiceover. It's a three-pager, and I, of course, you, you know, I just got the corrections because it used to be they sat in the studio with you. Now they just sit here and, and criticize you from afar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that around a camp afar? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, this whole Zoom world. I mean, that's how we did the album was we cut it all. And while we're cutting it, so Chris is in Berkeley, uh, uh, Lucky's in Australia, Leroy's in Vermont. So we got their songs and we go, all right. And then we hook up one of these clean feeds or, or Zooms or whatever. And they were able to sit in on the session and say, no, that's too fast. Can we slow it down? Or, and um, it was, uh, it's amazing. You know, we're getting to the point where I think eventually in the next period of time, we get better broadband that we'll be able to play with somebody in Italy or in Australia in real time. You know. That's, that's pretty amazing. Was it, was it good to, uh, you know, to quote the blues brothers, get the band back together? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Chuck, we're all heading on the bus in a week, and I'll let you know after one week on the bus with them. <laughs> I, I, I'll be looking for that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm to plan a call in from the road. Say, <laughs> are the same fights happening, or have you all resolved your 40-year differences? <laughs> <laughs> so as you look back at this, this album, you've got 19 songs that, that – fit the course of the of the of the band over the 50 years is there any that stands out and then you were like man i can't believe we played that i love that song so much um yeah there's a number of them for uh, chris did a song that was a count basie jimmy russian song uh, you know that uh, uh, that uh, joey our sax player and danny the original fiddle player did a great it's just uh, it's like count basie but with fiddles and steel guitar you know and they really knocked it out of the park. And then this, the songs I wrote, I, the, the half a hundred years, I wrote that. You see, I went to see Jamie Johnson one day and before the pandemic, and I said, hey, Jamie, next year is the Sleeping Wheel's 50th year. And he went, half a hundred years? <laughs> and, I said, and that's how I wrote the song. Um, and so, and then I actually, I, I, I recorded it during the pandemic with a, just a skeleton band, and then Sam, my son, took it and and did the whole arrangement with uh, with Katie and Dennis on fiddle, and then Joey on the horns, and just knocked it, man. I just love it. Oh, it's it's a fantastic tune. We've been playing it to the radio station a hell of a lot. I love that tune. Oh, thank you, man. But probably the most important question I can ask you today <laughs> is, who's got the deeper voice, you or Jamie Johnson? Oh, I've got the deeper voice, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> definitely, no doubt. He's got the bigger beard, and he has, uh, um, he growls better than I do. Okay. So so it, it's it's pretty much a trade-off then, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to get in a wrestling match with him. <laughs> I got to ask you if, if, if this is true. Um, I ran into um, an old piano player that, that you may know. Uh, his name is Jeff Mahone. He played for Tim McGraw for many, many years. Sure. And he said they were doing a thing where where Faith could not be on stage with <laughs> with Tim, and that you know other other female artists would come out, and they didn't have a female artist. They were going to skip the song altogether, and here comes Ray Benson in a dress on the stage. Yeah. No, that's a, it, it, the first part of that. That's not how it went down. What it was, was <laughs> all the guests, the last of the, of the George Strait tour and, and, and uh, Tim was on it. Faith was there and she was going to come out and sing with him uh, as a surprise for the fans. And so the uh, uh, all the guys in, in the crew and, and said and said, hey, man, if you pretend you're. Faith Hill, if we get your dress, I said, I'm six foot seven. You can't find a dress. Sure, go find one. Well, sure enough, they went to the big and tall store for big ladies and got me a dress. And then the Dixie Chicks did my hair in a tiara and my makeup. I looked like a cross between Alice Cooper and Janet Reno. And 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 they couldn't find size 16 high heels, so I still had to wear my cowboy boots. So we go out on the stage and Tim starts singing. And, and Faith is there, and he can see her. And he's going, all right, she's going to come out and sing. It's your love. It just does something to me. And he's singing, and he's facing the audience, and she's supposed to surprise him. And, and we said, okay. And I'm <laughs> kneeling behind the box, and it's time for Faith and I to come out. 
it's your love. <laughs> it just does. And he turns around with this look on his face, like, what the? And I, and I says, and I, and, and I get to the line and says, and I want you. And I start chasing him. <laughs> the audience is going, what the hell? Everybody's cracking up. And finally, I just got the hell off stage because I certainly didn't want too many pictures taken. Oh, you tell that so much better than Jeff did. <laughs> yeah, that's how it actually happened. And then Faith actually came out and sang the song and uh, with him. But. Yeah, I've known them folks from day one. Old, uh, they're good folks, really good folks. Oh, that see now that's a great story to uh, to have as we celebrate fifty years of, of a sleep of the wheel, right? Because nobody else is going to have that story. No, 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 no. And I am not dressing in drag again, you know, <laughs> unless they get me high heels. Now, if they get high heels, it would be a very nice look. You know? Okay, so there is that one time that could make it happen. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna dress up, I want to look good. <laughs> So lots, lots of, lots of great memories and, and lots of fun and, and, and lots of awards and lots of music over 50 years. Do you have a most favorite moment as you, as you look back at the career? You know, absolutely. It's, and it took place in Dallas. Um, we had uh, come up to Dallas to meet Bob Wills and it was at the Summit Burnett studio uh, right up there on North Loop off Central Expressway. Yeah. And we drive in there, and there's Bob Wills with all the Texas Playboys. They're cutting what was called For the Last Time, and it was the last album they did in 1973 uh, or four. I can't remember. And we walk in, and there's Mr. Wills in a, in a wheelchair, and he just finished uh, doing something, and they, they said, Mr. Wills is asleep to wheel Ray Benson. He just sort of... He did not look well. He was very sick, and he sort of nodded his head, and they said, he's on his way back to the hotel, and you can talk to him tomorrow. Well, that night, he had a stroke, and he went into a coma and never said another word, died two years later. So we met Bob Wills, but we never got to talk to him, but at least I got to meet the man in, in Dallas that, that night. So it was pretty cool. And then fast forward two years later we're playing the Longhorn Ballroom which was the Bob Wills Ranch House down there on Industrial and um, he died that night and uh, 2,000 people showed up uh, to the show it was amazing I just read this morning where um, the owner of the Kessler is buying the Longhorn Ballroom really? yes he's going to keep it open that's the best news I heard because, you know, what's a shame is when, uh, I can't remember the guy, it was 30 years or whatever, they went to, quote, redo it, and they basically gutted the place to make it into this huge nothing because before it was a Western dance hall. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Bob Wills, Willie, all these folks have played there. Yeah, Dewey Groom. Uh, Sex Pistols. You know, yeah, that's right. It was, you know, we were offered the opening spot on that tour in San Antonio uh, because the Sex Pistols said they wanted to play, dan- you know, country western places. And so they, pl- they had Randy's Rodeo was a big a big dance hall there. And they said, you want to open for the Sex Pistols? And, and they had already done four or five shows. And the opening band basically got beer cans thrown at them. <laughs> <laughs> Booed off stage, beer cans thrown at them. And I was going, we're going to play. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Take me back to Tulsa for these kids. I think we should, you know. So maybe we missed a moment of history, but I think we made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's it's it would have been like that scene in the Blues Brothers where everybody's yeah. showing, <laughs> throwing the cans and bottles at the chicken wire. That's right, but they wouldn't have no chicken wire, so they said no. You know, ain't nobody we'll here only play us. if you have chicken wire. Ain't nobody here but us chickens. There you go. We hit with that one. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, it's been amazing, dude. I mean, I'll tell you, the first time we played, we played Mother Blues in Dallas in 1973 and uh, stayed at the, uh, what's that hotel there? The Snell Fancy Hotel. Oh, the, the Beaumont? No, no? there's another one. The Anyway, it's fancy now, but it, <laughs> it wasn't back then. <laughs> and and had great times. And of course, all up and down Lower Greenville with Willie, um, 57 Doors, the famous 57 Doors. Good God Almighty. I mean, we would do three nights with Willie there, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Adair's, we'd go down and get our burger at Adair's. And is that still there? Adair's is still there. Oh, my God. Still open. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just classic down in that deep Elm area. Oh, yeah. Listen, you know, it's uh, such history, man. Of course, all the blind Willie Johnson, blind Lemon Jefferson, all the, the blind black guys. I, I don't know what it was about Dallas in the 20s, but all them black guys got blinded and then had to go play Deep Ellum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you, it, it's, been, uh, it, it's been great being able to play your music because ever since I've been in radio, and I got in radio in 1985, I have played from your band music on the radio stations that I've worked at every single year for the last 36 years. I've been Man, I know. Music. I really appreciate it. And you know, you think about it, 85, 86, 87 was the last time it was when country music had something to say. You know, Rodney Krause, Steve Earle, Katie Lang, the O'Kanes, uh, 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 the Sweethearts of the Rodeo, George Strait, the Sleep to Wheel, Lyle Lovett, et cetera. It was an incredible time for, uh, and y'all were playing it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it was it was a great time for music, and even even the seventies was a great time for country music. Oh yeah, uh, as, as oh, you guys yeah. well know. Um, I want to close the interview asking you one song because one sure. question about a song. As you look back over over the fifty years, or or your even your entire life, what's the one song that changed your life? Well, I'd have to say, you know, funny as it may seem, that uh, get your kicks on Route 66 because um, it was a it was a major hit in England, a minor hit in America, but it was a hit for 30 years. You know, it was sort of like it never really made it on the country charts, but that didn't matter. There's one of those songs that you know, saying is identified with you. I got to play it every night, and it's one of the reasons why a lot of folks come to see us. Not only that was like I said in England in 1977 it was a it was a top BBC radio hit and we headlined a, a 1500 seat concert you know and it was great and it's also what I love the most boogie woogie uh, western swing that's so I think that's about the best answer I could give you and it's what you do the best I, I agree <laughs> it really is Ray, my friend, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I can't wait till I get to see you again, man. I always look, I always look forward to hanging out with you. Well, thank you, Chuck. Appreciate it, and I hope to see you soon. And uh, and we'll be in. Uh, I don't know when we're in Dallas, but we will be there. I guarantee.
If you enjoyed this episode of Red Dirt America, make sure you like and subscribe so you won't miss any more episodes. And if you'd like to, leave a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks, and we'll see you down the road.